sloppy second properties this morning we're talking about. Have you ever seen a property on the market for an extraordinarily long amount of time, maybe go to even a second agent and not sell and think, God, that's a good buy? Let's talk about it this morning. I had to say good morning, Mark, but I was a bit scared when you said sloppy seconds this morning. No idea what you're talking about. No idea, but it didn't sound good. No, but you know what? It's actually quite, it's a, it's a very awkward conversation uh, with a client that's selling. It's an awkward conversation with buyers that are buying as to why a property hasn't sold. It happens with rentals, it happens with sales, it happens with commercial, it happens with residential, and you're sort of, because it hasn't sold or rented within that first week, sometimes you're into week these days, 10 or 12, and as a client, you're thinking, hang on a sec, am I missing something? This is fantastic, and it looks better than it really is. How do you identify that it's not, uh, it, it actually is super valuable? Often it's too late and then it sells after a very long time on the market or gone to a second agent and you're going, I know that was a good property. I, I just knew it. I missed it. I should have bought it. So how do you identify those properties before they sell or before they rent the good properties? I think there's a couple of obvious, um, you know, searching tools as a buyer you can use to, to find these properties. But before we get to that, is second best always the best you know it's second best a lot of people don't like second hand it's funny i think it's it it doesn't know. have the shine sometimes yeah i get that um yeah. it doesn't have that you know um that brand new uh thing but sometimes it's just good and you see it often with stuff that becomes vintage uh or antique uh and timeless and you think to yourself, man, I knew that was going to be a cracker. It happens with cars. Um, it happens with watches. Um, it happens with properties. Yeah. So where can you find not the sloppy seconds, but the good stuff, the, the cracking deals that have been missed? And what we're referring to here are properties that have been sitting on market for a long time, potentially changed agents, undergone a couple of price adjustments, but there's still no bites. Where do you find them? Okay, now for people that don't know, um, realestate.com and domain are a little bit cheeky. When you open those portals, they will often run the featured properties first. <clears throat> yeah. Totally not unrelated to what your search is. They're just serving you up what they want to serve you up. Try this. Try to go on realestate.com.au and try to go on um, domain.com.au and search it by length of time newest to market newest to market will come up top go uh, do suburb only so it's not just giving you everything around you do suburb only do newest to oldest go to the last page those properties are the stinky tired unsold properties that can't that can't get the price they want sometimes and i don't mean to sound predatory but sometimes they're a little bit vulnerable those guys 
sometimes they are good properties, but everyone just have a, has a bad perception because they've been on the market a long time. Sometimes they are the most negotiable people and you're going to get a bargain. Yeah. And realestate.com, you know, and domain, they are the biggest um, real estate do- uh, portals um, in the country. And majority of properties, you know, that are going with paid marketing will find their way to these websites. But it's funny. So the apartment that I ended up purchasing, Mark, it was on the market for 90 days. And we were talking yeah, right. about air. Um, it was a complete coincidence. I was looking in a, in a different area where there was nothing on the market. Um, yep. Ended up just going mad. I'm going to just take out the area and put in a price bracket anywhere in Sydney. And this one popped up. And the so story that, that's quite a big example. This yeah. was not in your core area. Uh, hang on a second. I just want to say g'day to Ben. We're going to circle back to some of Ben's questions. Good morning, Ben. Uh, prequels are better than the sequels. <laughs> it's true. Um, real estate domain says clearance rates last week, 80%. Um, and CoreLogic says 58%. They do count it differently. Well, we'll circle back to these in a sec. But, Billy, um, um, you were looking Northern Beaches. For people that don't know where we are, Northern Beaches is sort of probably 45 minutes north of CBD. Uh, it's um, It goes from Manly up to Palm Beach. Now, with those proper, with that with that area there, that's your home ground. That's where you work. That's where you live. That's all you thought. But you you changed your search. You changed it. How? It, yeah, like you said, there's a couple of different ways you can play around with um, your requirements. Um, but I took out area completely. Just filled in a price bracket, my top end to where I realistically wanted to be, and then just searched highest to lowest or lowest to highest. And um, see what pops up. Price range. You were you were at six fifty, so it was a super tight price range. It wasn't a lot of stock on. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about a handful of properties here. Um, on the beaches, there was one. I had a look at the one. I thought absolutely not. Um, so then, yeah, removed that and went out. But it was um, it's different, very different um, properties that will come up. Very very different. This is really relevant, guys, that are out there because days on market for most suburbs were sitting between naught and 14 days. Things were selling so fast. The average days on market were sitting at 14 days across most suburbs, 21 days most suburbs. Yep. I've seen days on market blow out to 90 to 120 days in our suburbs in different cycles. So this is getting everyone ready early for sloppy seconds for properties that aren't selling within the first couple of weeks and and you know getting you guys how to identify these properties how to find these properties online how to think even because they're not necessarily bad properties the vendors could be a little bit tender a little bit more negotiable than you think um which is sort of what you want as a buyer so it's definitely swung from a seller's market to a buyer's market now can we just move over just a couple of ben's questions this morning um how do you get the seller down from your from up to your max? How do you get a seller down to your max? Billy, have you seen this done? I think a big one is is um, going uh, going in realistic. I think it's a very good way to piss a vendor off or piss an agent off completely lowballing and just being um, you know opposite to honest. 
Yep. You just go in and you you say, this is realistically my absolute tops. Go in with your strongest foot first. What would you say, Mark? You know what I love that I never, ever see? And Ben, this is for you because you're right in the heart of buying at the moment. Set up an offer meeting with the real estate agent. People never do this. Buyers never do this. What is an offer meeting? You call the real estate agent and say, I would like to come and see you in the office. I would like to make an offer on this particular property. Don't tell them the offer. When are you available? An agent will always say yes. An agent will always give you a time fast and go in belly to belly, belly to belly, and win the heart and mind of the real estate agent. Tell them your story so they can pass it on to the vendor. Make them your offer. And if you can sign a contract to show you're the real McCoy and put a check with that contract, that's an, that is an animal way, an awesome way to get to pick up a property at a good price. That's, I was going to, yeah, second well, best. Definitely putting a, you know, name on a contract. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, um, and real estate and domain says clearance rates. Guys, you've got to look at these clearance rates and the way these guys assess the clearance rates. I like, look, uh, domain are very, very clever with their data. I like the way they do their data. Uh, Core logic are very raw and very real in the way they do their data. But the reason why the clearance rates are flux- the clearance rates are fluctuating so much is agents can sometimes work the system where they can actually pull a property off and not put it to auction, and it doesn't actually fail at auction. But it's still uh, clearance rates are the ones that actually went on on the day. So there are a lot of properties that the uh, uh, auction is being extended or simply removed, and that does not influence the clearance rates in, with with some of these companies. You've got to watch that. Furthermore, I heard a really good one from an auctioneer last night. This is a cracker. People are now doing an auction behind an auction. So they're so, auctioning it twice. So they'll have a four-week campaign, doesn't sell, book in another four-week campaign under auction. Yeah, right. And do you think that's um, reflected in, in where the market's at now? Because is that common? <laughs> Days on market are longer, guys. Days on market are longer. So, and, and, and I've got to say, Billy, you've got to, people have got to change their mindset with the market. If you are thinking like a dinosaur, if you are expecting a property is a dud because it hasn't sold in seven days, the market has changed. That was the norm six months ago or nine months ago. It is no longer the norm now. So this conversation about sloppy seconds, you should be getting pretty, you should have your mind adjusted to it. You shouldn't feel bad about properties that are sitting on the market because it's not the property, it's the market that's doing that. So you're reading the property wrong if you're blaming the property. Yeah, well said. One other um, one other question. What's a 66W worth now? Terms make a big part of the, um, the offer. It offers immediacy, so a 66W certificate means the owner's not waiting to be sold five cooling off days. There's no conditions. They're, they're, the buyer and that check is ready to bank um, and uh, ready to go. So I reckon, you know, there's a, there's a number on that. Uh, God knows that number. Um, but there's certainly, I reckon you are buying properties for less if you are offering a 66W to the right person 
because of the immediacy, it's very sexy. It's like, if I take this offer with the 66W certificate, we're sold. Uh, that's really attractive for a seller. It's getting in the seller's mind. Smart. Mark, I've got a question for you. How often do you get asked from a purchaser, what is the owner looking for? Is it money or time? Because I think that's a pretty good question to nail if um, if you've got the ability to offer, you know, a short settlement or maybe pump up the price a little bit and then just extend the settlement a little bit longer or cool off period or whatever it is. How often do you get asked that? One of my best buddies gave me this quote and it goes like this. You name the price, I'll name the terms. Okay. And it just so, goes to... Huh? And so, yeah, how often do you get asked the question then? I reckon it's a, it's a big one. I think it's a powerful question, um, you know, because you can, you can understand the framework of the owner, what, you know, what's more important, time or money. Um, you know, I think you'd love an owner that's, um, that wants a quick sale. Um, I think you'd love an owner that's um, an owner that has uh, months or years to sell their property. It doesn't have immediacy, doesn't really have to meet the market with price. So it's a clever question. It's a really clever question. I think getting into the mind of the owner that's, um, and we are this morning talking about sloppy seconds with properties, properties that are staying on the market a bit longer than normal. Is there anything wrong with them? Um, uh, getting to the end of this segment, I think it's interesting what we're tapping into here, I think it's premature. Um, I think it's happening at the moment in the marketplace and I think it's a conversation in three to six months that everyone's going to be used to. And, and But at the moment when people aren't seeing it fly out the door within a week, they're going, what's wrong? What's wrong? Within two weeks, what's wrong? What's wrong? It is the market, guys. You're, you're blaming the property. Don't blame the property. Blame the market if, as a buyer. And um, and get used to it because there's good buyers out there. I, I I love exhausted properties on the market because I think you can buy them for a little bit cheaper. I'll say it again, realestate.com, domain, do it in newest to oldest. You can choose your suburb, choose your price, newest to oldest property, grab the oldest, make an offer. Straight to the back. Yep. I think that's a bit of a wrap though. That's a quick segment on um, on how to catch yourself a good deal. That's it. And I hope, guys, you enjoy it. Thank you for your questions. Have a great day. And, um, Billy, anything to go out with? No, that's it. Enjoy the day. A little bit overcast, but it's picking up. See ya.